It is Monday, December 21st. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented by Jet Home Loans. And now, newly crowned president of the Frank Gore Fan Club, <laughs> J.P. Shatridge. As I said last night, he's number 21 in your program, number three in the all-time rushing list, but number one in your heart. Welcome in Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick, and we have quite a show for you today. Pete Prisco and Tony Vaselli, as always, are standing by. We'll have a Jaguars-Ravens review as ugly as it was. 40-14 to 14 the final score. We'll break it down. J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. They knocked off the Rams in the 4 o'clock window yesterday. Two games remaining. Social media questions, and boy, were there a bunch of them today. We'll go around the NFL as well. Let's start with the Jaguars' loss in Week 15. 13 losses in a row now, 40-14 to 14 loss to the Ravens. After the opening interception, the Ravens scored six of the next seven possessions to run away with it. Minshew struggled in the first half, better in the second half when the game was out of reach. The defense didn't have much bite at all yesterday. Then in the 4 p.m. window, a stunning upset, the Jets over the Los Angeles Rams. They were 17-point favorites in the game. Frank Gore was a hero. 23 carries, 59 yards, a touchdown, but his six-yard reception got the final first down to melt the clock away. And now the Jaguars have the inside path to the number one overall pick, an identical record to the Jets, but the worst strength of schedule as the tiebreaker for now. Two games to go. What does this all mean, though, to Doug Marone? He was asked about it today. And guess what? It doesn't mean much to him. He's still trying to break this losing streak. Well, I mean, no one's advised me, you know what I'm saying, anything different than to go out there and win. So um, I understand, you know, I guess from a standpoint of, I mean, I was young growing up, you know, and, and, and had a favorite team and, you know, was excited to see where they were going to pick. So it's not something, you know, Mike, that I don't that I look back and I understand, but, you know, I mean, Jesus. I mean, we, we we're trying we're trying to win. I mean, um, I mean, we're doing everything we possibly can, and you know that that's what I'm that's my job right now. And I owe it to the coaches and players. None of us are gonna, you know, look at this and in the future. Head coach Doug Marone today on an audio call with the media this afternoon. We welcome in Pete Prisco and Tony Baselli and Pete. Good afternoon. What do you what do you think about all that? <laughs> what do you mean? It's something I've been saying since October. J E T S Jets Jets Jets. I mean, now I saw I, I saw a video or a tweet that uh, Hicken and and uh, and Brett Martineau went out and did a J E T. They copied me. They all embar- copied me. By the way, that was embarrassing. That's embarrassing. It really was. It really was, but I mean, uh, here's the thing. can I do? Okay, here's the deal. Uh, here he's going to um, play the player's side of things. No, you know? I'm not going to. I, Pete, we said it before that we came on the air. If you're going to stink, stink all the way as bad as possible, so you get the first overall pick. But it's not a good place to be in. Let's be honest, and it's not good for an organization where you have the fans rooting for one thing which is to lose, and they didn't care that they got beat by the Ravens yesterday. They didn't care. In fact, they were probably happy. It was not even close, so they didn't have to worry about winning. And they're more concerned about 
the Jets and them winning and everything else. That's what this fan base cares about right now. And for the last two games, they're going to be rooting for the Jaguars to lose. And then of course. on the other, I agree. And I'm not, and I'm not saying that's wrong, by the way. On the other side, you have the coaching staff and the players fight like hell to win a book, football game. So you literally have. And by the way, my guess is if like people in the organization were on this, is probably certain people in the organization are hoping that they get to make sure they keep that overall first pick. And so it's just not where you want to be, is my whole point, Pete. Well, don't worry about it. You won't be there again for another decade. Don't worry about it. After this year, no, no, no. After this decade, you're not going to, after this year, you're not going to worry about it again for at least another decade. Do not worry about it. You will not be picking first for another decade. Well, and all this is, I'm not convinced they're going to be picking first. What are you talking about? Uh-huh. And somebody said to me, oh, maybe they'll rest some players so they'll sit some players. What they could play full, full tilt and not beat the Bears. <laughs> it didn't matter Colts. much yesterday. Well, I don't know about that because, listen, the Jets were 17-point dogs and won. Let's just to keep putting that in perspective, the Jaguars are only seven and a half point dogs at home against against the Bears. It's, well, it's, it's really like different. a ten and eleven point underdog. No, it's not. It's, it's not three point home field. Maybe a little less now with no fans. But come on, Tony, stop it. Just stop I'm it. And it. by the way, I will take the other side of this. If I'm Doug Marone and I'm getting the boot after the after the season, I'm going to do everything I can to stick it to the organization. I'm running reverses and onside kicks and, and, and doing anything. And it still isn't going to matter, but I would do everything and anything that I could to try and win the game. But they're not winning the game. They're not winning against the Colts. And the franchise was forever changed on a fourth down incompletion in Los Angeles on Sunday. Bask in it. Enjoy it. You understand why the fan base is excited. Tony, Tony, this is a generational quarterback. Oh, Pete, Pete, I'm not against the fans being excited. You I'm sounded not, like. No, 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 no. I said, I do, I, I, I'm tired of losing and I'm tired of being here. To your point, if you're asking me if I was being just completely brutally honest, do I want us to win the last two games and, and forfeit the right to have the first overall pick? No, let's be honest. I mean, I, can't, I can sit here and lie to everyone and say, yeah, go win. I want to win and everything else. In a perfect world, what I'd love to happen is for the Jets to win the next two games, the Bengals to win the next two games, and for the Jags to win the next two games. So we still have the last pick because there's something inside of me that hates losing. But at the same time, I'm with you. By having the first overall pick, if Trevor Lawrence is who everyone thinks he is and what we think he is, that changes the tra- trajectory if you can keep him healthy for the rest, for the next decade. By the way, what the fans need to root for is for Clemson to lose their first playoff game so he doesn't have to play two more. <laughs> Let's get him out of there. Never thought about it like it's that. Like, it's like bubble, like everyone's like, hey, how do we bubble wrap him? Bubble wrap him, yeah. Uh. Get, him, get him to Jacksonville. Uh, lose two. Get him the he he loses his playoff game. He's healthy. You get him to Jacksonville, and on you go with your decade of having a franchise generational quarterback. And, I, and by the way, I have a couple other ways to fix the franchise. We'll get into that today too. But that's <laughs> it's incredible that the 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 city can be lifted. So people are sending out me sending out tweets with pictures. But that, but, but it's that, amazing. But that's what bothers. That's what bothers me, guys. It's not that. I'm all, I'm happy the fans are excited. I'm happy it took 
us to continue to lose and the Jets to win for this place to be excited about football again. That's my whole point is that's not where you want to be as an organization. That's not good. But it, you know what it is? You know why it's not? It, it's better than being six and ten for, uh, for in mediocrity and maybe winning a nine win season. This way, you're going to be competitive for a decade. If he's on fair. the field, he'll be competitive for a decade. You'd rather be. You might have three seasons in that decade where you have a legitimate chance to be a Super Bowl team and winner. You know, being but six. I, okay, Tony, see, to, being see, six and ten, on. seven and nine, nine I and seven. I agree with it. That's like no man's land. I agree with that point that you're making. I'm just, I wanted to add some re- just some realism to this conversation. That team we watched this year on the football field, that team we watched on Sunday play against the Ravens is not a quarterback away from being a contender. Let's no, be clear. I, already, I, have other, I have other ways to fix <laughs> other plans. But Tony. I want to make sure everyone listening and everyone all excited, we're going to get Trevor Lawrence. The world is fixed. We're winning the Super Bowl. There's a lot of work to do on that team because it's not a talented roster. No, but we're going to fix it today, too. We're going to give the plan because wow. everybody has the Trevor Lawrence part of it. We know that. But I got a plan and I have a plan to fix the team when it comes to that roster and the money I'm going to spend. We're going to fix that team. Pete, I was uh, oh. I was driving out of here yesterday and I was looking at him. I was crossing I'm, shaking the... my, I'm shaking my head because we'll probably agree like 98% of what you're going to say. <laughs> so that's just a smart man. It's just, it's just the way you say it. I, I was, got the plan. Right. I got the plan. Like somehow it's this mysterious thing. Let me just give you the highlights of the plan. Get the quarterback. Protect the quarterback, rush the quarterback, and go find a corner to cover the receivers. That was that's my, his plan. I, I came up with that plan years ago when you were playing in the league. <laughs> but that's your plan. I'm just no. mistaken. I oh, actually yeah. got names associated to plan. I, I can give you the names too. You want me to give you the names? Go ahead. I'll wait. I'll wait to do it. With, I'll wait to do it with you. You're a beauty, though. Wow. <laughs> Yeah, I was saying, uh, you know, I, I crossed the bridge leaving here yesterday. I was looking out for the barges with all the fireworks, Pete. I didn't see them on the river last night. Like, I thought they were going to come out after the Jets They're going to have those in week 17 when it actually goes oh, to I see, when it becomes final. official. When, okay. it, when it hits zero for the last time and they're, they lose, they're going to have fireworks. But don't, you know Jackson. what, though? Tony's right. We've seen strange things happen. What would you say, JP? We've seen strange things happen. Like, to Tony's point a minute ago, like – they can come out and win. It's not oh, crazy. Gosh, yeah. I'm telling you. If only the Colts, if only the Colts hadn't lost a game where they didn't punt. <laughs> That's and remember those two point plays that everybody, oh, best thing to happen was they didn't convert them. I mean, and you know what? Here's what compounds the entire thing. Justin Fields was awful on Saturday. Not good. I mean, I'm not. Uh, Pete, you and I talked about yeah. a couple weeks now. A couple weeks now, yeah, before this game, that we yeah. were sure he's the guy. And so that compounded <laughs> the news of yesterday and no. the and the happenings of yesterday. Now it's one game, Pete. I mean, the guy could come but, out in playoffs yeah, and play but well. It's been yeah, Tony's yeah. right. There's been some moments where you look at him and you go, okay. But think about that. In one day, he okay, he plays, you have your doubts. And I'm sitting there on Sunday Sunday morning before the game started. I said, boy, Jacksonville's going to be in a tough situation because they're going to almost be forced to take a quarterback at two, but who are you taking? And then all that happens, and now you're picking first. Don't Rem- mess it up. Rem- Don't win. Remember, Lamar Jackson had four interceptions in his final college game here in the Gator Bowl, too, by the way. 
it turned out okay. Well, he he wasn't known for his passing either, JB. It still isn't saying. known for his passing. Just saying. Yeah, and and to be clear, Justin Fields is not the dynamic athlete that Lamar Jackson Correct. is. No. Correct. Correct. Just Close. throwing it JP. out there. You can have a bad JP. day. You admit you watched the game on Saturday I when did. you saw Justin Fields. You're going, uh oh, <laughs> oh no, another here. first round bus quarterback picked in the and, top ten. And what about the uh, Indiana game a couple a uh, few weeks ago? He wasn't very good there either. He had three picks. Yeah. So. And so now you've taken all that out of the equation, all of it, every bit of it. And now the Jets are left into that situation. The Jets have to decide. Do we stick with Sam Darnold? Do we think these other guys are better? Should we take Justin Fields? Maybe trade down and get Zach Wilson, add extra picks. They're the ones making all those decisions. Jacksonville makes it easy decision. Don't win in the next two weeks and you pick Trevor Lawrence. Franchise fixed. It's over. It's done. All right, we're going to come back and, and see about the rest of the team, too. Uh, Pete has to have some other ideas. Well, we, yeah, are we, should we even talk about the Ravens game? I mean, oh, like, briefly. it was such a – Briefly. I mean, it was such a – I mean, it's, the funny thing is that's not the story today. The story that's is not the Ravens game. Right. No. The story is the Jets game. No. The, 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 what happened in the Jets game above the, is the headline down here. You have, oh, by the way, they lost yeah. another game, they and lost, here's what happened in And they game. were blown out, and we'll get to that when we come back. We'll get to your social questions in the second hour. Plenty ahead. An eventful day has just started here on Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity the best thing about working at fair and farrah is all of the employees we all work together it's extremely enjoyable to come to work every day there's a, um, a common cause or goal no matter what your job is we're all there for the client we are dedicated to our clients 100 we do everything it takes to maximize the value of their claims fair and fair is really the fair family when they choose us they choose a family to fight for them and to protect them and to make sure that they're in a good place and that they have somebody on their side farrah and farrah here for you, here for good, Jacksonville. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates. Saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Hi. 
This is Dr. Patrick Basil of Basil Plastic Surgery and Wellness. I'm a proud veteran of the U.S. Navy, and during my active duty time, I had the amazing privilege to serve our country and those who were wounded in combat. Helping my patients return to a normal life, I was able to provide an unparalleled level of care, which I've carried over to my own private practice today. As the official plastic surgeon of the Jaguars, I invite you to visit us at patrickbasilmd.com. I would like to wish the Jags best of luck in today's game. Everyone's so busy keeping up. Forget about the Joneses. We all on our telephones with the texts and the tweets and the beats. What he said, she said, can't even follow the three. Down the hole, we all go. Me, I like keeping up, too, with my corona and my attitude. That's La Vida Masfina. Relax responsibly. Corona Extra Beer. Imported by Crown Imports, Chicago, Illinois. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. Publix, where shopping is a pleasure. And Baptist Health, changing health care for good. We're back. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans after the Week 15 loss for the Jags in Baltimore. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Vaselli, and the Jaguars have made a roster move just a few moments ago. Hunter Logan Cook has been placed on the reserve COVID-19 list. And then they have signed to the practice squad punter Cameron Nizalek. He was with Baltimore and Atlanta. He had a stint in the AAF with the Atlanta Legends. He went to Columbia University and the University of Georgia for a year. Uh, so there you go. The uh, the moves, the tra- transaction moments ago. Uh, Logan Cook missed yesterday's game, of course. And they had to use Aldrick Roses to punt the ball a few times. Uh, what is going on in the background? I'm going to guess that's Yeah, what uh, is that, Tony? That's Tony. What, is there noise? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's my whole family's here. It's nuts. Oh, let me shut this door. Where it's, are it's you? The, I'm at my dad's house. I got my dad, my stepmom, my brother, my nephews, my nieces, all seven of my kids, my wife, and they're the loudest human beings in the world. I'm like, I'm trying to work. This is a job. You can hear you my sound, brother. You sound like you're in a factory where there's like a bunch of workers downstairs yelling up at the boss. That's what they're doing. Let me shut this door. Yeah, uh, thanks, Tony. I appreciate that. So, um, hey, you know, the, the offense, let's touch on yesterday's game. The offense was nowhere to be found in the first half, and they weren't really much to be found in the second half, too. They were so far behind that the yardage came in the second half of the game to get back in it. No, they didn't get back in it. They got down the field a couple of times and scored. But Get back. JP, what are you talking about? Yeah, getting I miss, back in what? I misspoke, <laughs> Tony. You know you what close they call that? JP, garbage time. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And so, anyway, they they certainly were not very good at all in the first half. Uh, Gardner Minshew didn't look great. They couldn't run the ball. James Robinson had arguably his worst day in, in terms of running the ball yesterday, and that's what this is going to be, it feels like. I don't think it's arguably his worst day. It was his worst day. It averaged under two and a half yards of carry. He never got anything going. They completely shut him down from the start. 
You know, he just never got it going. I mean, it, I'm not putting it all on him, but I put it on the offensive line to start with. I didn't see any movement, no no seams. They, they were trying to run off the edge, uh, towards the edges, off tackle, maybe some outside stretch. They got nothing going there. It was, uh, it was bad. I mean, when you only get 61 yards of total offense in the first half in today's NFL, that is just putrid. It's bad. And they were out of sorts from the beginning. Started with the first drive. Defense gets a turnover, does a good job on the Josh Jones interception. And then, you know, next thing you know, it's a safety after two plays. So nothing good to talk about. No feel for the quarterback identifying who's coming either. I mean, he has no idea who. Those are easy things to see. He doesn't see them. It's not a good – he's a bad quarterback. I mean, whatever happened last year – they should call it Minshew magic because that's what it was. It wasn't mania. It was magic. It never happened again. It was just – he's bad. He's not a good quarterback. I hate – look, I don't want to pile on the kid, but the reality is <laughs> – Whoa, 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 whoa. You don't want to pile on the kid. I don't want but to pile he's, on with it, but he's terrible. He's no good. Last well, what do you want me to say? Do you want me to, you want me to sugarcoat nothing. it? No, no, no. What do you, how would you describe his play? Time out, Pete. Just time out. I'm not saying you can sugarcoat anything. You never sugarcoat anything. No. But don't – don't bury the kid. Well, I'm go, not saying it's never going to be a – I'm never going to – Stop. Don't bury the kid and then go, but I don't want to pile on. Well, I'm not going to pile on and say he shouldn't be in the league. <laughs> I'm not going to go that far. Okay, should he be the backup here? No, absolutely not. <laughs> what, no. Where is he going to go? What are we doing? He goes, well, he can't be the backup behind a young quarterback. I just don't think it works. He's not I that. Agree, I agree with that. I agree with that. Okay, so then when you laughing at me, you ask me the question, and I answer it honestly, and you look at me like I'm no, crazy. No, no, no. I'm laughing at you because of your comments of just burying the kid. And he's, you, well, I'm, I mean, I don't know him. I don't care. It's not personal. It's just from a football standpoint, he's not very good. Pete, no one said it was personal. Okay, I'm but at, I'm laughing at your hey, comments. You bury him. He stinks. Bury him. He's not good. I mean, they've had bad quarterbacks in their history, and he's one of the worst. You might have had backup quarterbacks on your team in the mid-90s who did way better. Would you take him or Jamie Martin? (laughs) I'd take Jamie Martin. Would you take him or Jay Fiedler? Jay Fiedler. Would you take him or Rob Johnson? Rob Johnson. Take him or Steve Berline? Steve Berline. Okay, so there's four backups (laughs) on your teams and you had Steve Matthews. Would you take him? No. No. But we don't want to pile on the kid. We don't want to pile on the kid. Take him over Steve Matthews. But that's the point, J- JP. Whatever they got out of him last year, it was magic. He never should have played last year. He, okay, so you don't, what? You don't play him for a year, and then you're what? He's ready to become well, a starter. No, I'm just saying, he's Aaron like Rodgers sit for four years and three years and be ready to play. He's never going to be ready to right. play. Well, that, that was he's a backup at best, right? And but he shouldn't have played last year. The only reason he played is because Nick got hurt. That was it. Or he, he wouldn't have played at all. Job. They kept him in there. Right. Well, they, that, the, the big thing is, Pete, here's the problem. And it, it is what it is now. We don't have to rehash this because, you know, if everything keeps along the path that we hope and think, they're going to have the first overall pick. They're going to pick Trevor Lawrence and, uh, you know, hopefully all, everything in the world will be right. But here's the reality. The fact that they didn't aggressively go get a quarterback in this year's draft, it really is – I don't want to say there's no there's – no, Excuse for it, but they basically they thought Minshew was the answer, and that's what drives me crazy. Is like, how do you not like if you want to try it, like you're saying maybe, but how do you not 
then go make a move and do homework. And, and especially after what we've seen in Justin Herbert and some of these other guys, how do you not make a move with two first-rounders to see if you can get a get well, that was the move to make. that was the move to make. If you were going to make a move, you were going to go up and get Justin Herbert. You play Minshew for a game, get him out, and Herbert's in. That's what you would have done. That was the move to make. Two ones, go up and get Herbert. But you didn't. So now the next best thing you get, you fall into this because you didn't get one. So it work, it, if they don't win another game, it will work out for the best. Well, man, here's a question, and we'll have this conversation. I mean, you and I might not have – I mean, I guess maybe next year, you know, God willing, we're all still uh, doing this thing we love in covering football. And uh, is – Will Trevor Lawrence be as good as Justin Herbert his rookie year? Yes. That's big, though. Think about that. Justin Herbert has been outstanding. He's going to be everybody. And Joe Burrow would have been outstanding, too, if he had played the entire season. His numbers were going to be good, too. Not as good as Herbert. No. But Herbert has better receivers. Wouldn't you agree? No, I don't agree with that. You don't think Keenan Allen and, and Mike Williams and, and Mike, been, First of all, and Mike, Hunter, Williams is, Mike Williams has been hurt all year. Hunter Henry. Henry's been hurt a bunch. No, I think go look at go look at Cincinnati's uh, receiving group. They're pretty dang good. Well, Tyler Boyd's a good player. JJ Green's been okay. H- uh, Higgins or whatever Higgins. T Higgins. Higgins uh, he's been okay. Higgins. Yeah, been really good. Yeah, that means, but, okay, but Burrow would have been put up big numbers too. I'm not saying he wouldn't have. So but will Trevor Lawrence be as good as Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert in his first year? I'm just saying. I'm saying my plan. With my plan, he will be. Yeah, I was going to ask you. Give me three other moves you'll make on offense, Pete. After the I'd sign Hunter Henry. I'd get rid of the left tackle. Hold on. What? Back up. You say you say sign Hunter Henry like it's a done deal. Like the Chargers. Like the Chargers aren't going to try to get him. Well, they might not tag him though. So if they don't tag him, if I don't tag him, I go get him. Go get Hunter Henry. Get rid of the left tackle. See ya. And go get a veteran, maybe if you have to. Trent Williams will be on the market. Is he an upgrade? Damn right he is. He's a veteran. You don't, you don't think San Francisco's going to keep him? Well, they try to, but that's what you got a lot of cap room, Tony. You have the ability to go after guys if you want to. I would explore interior linemen. Hmm. Like Joe Tooney from the Patriots. Really good player. Yeah, you're shaking your head. Why is he better than Norwell? You got an affinity for Norwell, so you'll say no. No, I'm not. no, I'm asking you. Do you think he's better than Norwell? Yes, and you're I think right. the price of Norwell is expensive too. That's fair. Okay, but but but, do you, but getting rid of and I it's a math exercise, so it's, it's I, right. I just don't have it in front of me. Is Nor is letting Norwell go, eating his dead money, and then paying uh, uh, Tooney to get him? He's get, younger. I understand that, but I'm saying when you look at the cap number, it means you I, really I get save that. money. No, I know, but but there's a way to do it. You can finagle it. You know how the cap works, Tony. You can make it work anywhere you want to. No, okay. you can. Okay, so – and then I I draft either Rondell Moore or Tony from Florida in the second round to add a speed – quick speed element to the offense. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know who Rondell Moore is from Purdue. He opted out this year, but he's a phenomenal little receiver, much like Tyreek Hill. And, or it's Tony. You've watched Tony all year. That kid's phenomenal. Kadarius, so you add that to what you Tony have. You get Henry. About. So your offensive line is pretty much 
Taylor, AJ Can. If you want to keep Linder, maybe a left guard, maybe Norwell, but a veteran left tackle. Then in free agency on defense, I signed Leonard Williams for sure. I'm I'm spe- I'm unloading on Leonard Williams. Mm. I might add Trey Hendrickson. I don't know if you watched that game yesterday, but Eric Fisher couldn't handle him. Those are two pieces. And then I would use my second first round pick on the best available player at a, at any other position. Maybe another defensive line. Maybe a maybe another corner. Maybe a, you know what I mean? Somebody a playmaker. So I if I send this offense onto the field in week one, Trent Williams is my left tackle. I'll keep Norwell. Linder. Can Taylor, Hunter Henry, Rondell Moore, DJ Chark, LaVisca Chenault, Colin Johnson, James Robinson behind Trevor Lawrence. Is that a good offense? I mean, I, I, I mean that's fun, Pete. I mean, I'm all about like just naming names. But the, the one thing about free agency is you don't just get to say they're coming here. And so you, the question is, um, let me give you a couple of the other side. By the way, I love all the players. Fine. I'm not disagreeing with anything and how you're thinking about it. Uh, Hunter Henry is injury prone his entire life. Mm. I mean, he has been one injury after another. Mm. So how much are you going to invest in him when his availability has not been great in his career? He's only 26. Okay. I'm just telling you though, Pete, you know, go look at games played compared to uh, years of service. Not real good. Multiple knees, blown out knees. I mean, he's got some played played in all 14 this year though. Uh, I'm just telling you, am I wrong about that? No, no, he's had some injuries. Okay. So, and, uh, and so then, and all, the other thing you have to think about free agency is how many guys are you going to overpay because you have to overpay in free agency, just the way it is. So you're going to overpay Henry, Trent Williams, Hendri- uh, uh, Hendrickson, and uh, Hendrickson Leonard Williams. Won't be that much. Hendrickson won't be a big dollar know, ticket. But you're going to pay more than they're worth because right. it's free agency. So you're going to overpay for all four of those guys? Maybe. Or at least three of them. I'm not saying you're going to get them all. The other option would be to draft a tackle with a second first-round pick, which also was helped out, by the way, with the Rams losing yesterday. Yeah. And But you think a rookie tackle would have a tough – I actually like – because how old is Trent Williams? 30? 33. 33. So he probably has – Three more years. Four, three, four more years. I actually like to play – Excuse me, of, of of a Trent Williams as your left tackle, I and and go in the, because it's such a deep draft with tight ends. Right, I'll go draft a tight end. With you, that can that. you can do that. You can do that. That's another option. I like that too. You take Trent Williams as your left tackle, and you draft. You're not going to get Pitts with that second first round no. pick, but you might get the kid. For, I don't know if you guys have seen Hunter Long from Boston College. Heck of a player. Good player. You know. You got the kid at Penn State. There are tight ends available. Yes. So that, that's another option. Just pay, leave Henry alone, pay the left tackle, and go draft a tight end. And, and by the way, all the best tight ends in football right now are any of them first rounders? No. No. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> None of them. No, you talk about Wall, or they found him on the street. You got yep. the, yeah, Kelsey. Right. Kelsey. Was, yep. No. Kittle, Kittle, no. No. Kittle, no. no. Oh, they're all in the middle of the round. Hey, yeah, let's, so let's come, let's come back. Guys. I mean, let's, I guess well, uh, 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 Fant's pretty good for Denver. He was a first rounder. Yeah, right. And, and the kid from Hawkinson's pretty good from uh, Detroit. Yeah. He was a first. So, but you can. But yeah. again, again though, you're, like I saw one of our guys at CBS. I love him. He did a mock draft. He had Kyle Pitts going fourth overall. You're not drafted a tight end fourth overall. You're just not going to do it. Unless come, his name's Kelly. Let's come back. Defensive talk. When we return, we'll flip it around. See what the defense did yesterday. 
and see what we'll do in the offseason, according to Pete Prisco. Your social questions in the second hour, Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity jaguars fans did you know that with drizzly you can get tito's handmade vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes well you can and now they're giving all fans ten dollars off their first order use the code jags 10 at checkout just download the drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with tito's handmade vodka for the perfect game day that's d-r-i-z-l-y.com and remember to use the special code jags 10 to save ten dollars on your first order 80 proof tito's handmade vodka distilled and bottled in austin texas crafted to be savored responsibly Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Hey, Jags fans, did you know you can ride your bike to every Jaguars home game at TIAA Bank Field and valet park it for free? That's right. Stop by our bicycle check-in tent, sponsored by Alert Today Florida, near Gate 1 at TIAA Bank Field. An on-duty Zencog bike professional will park your bike and ensure it's secured during the game. When the game's over, return your claim ticket and pick up your bike. For cycling safety tips, visit alerttodayflorida.com. Remember, Alert Today, alive tomorrow, because safety doesn't happen by accident. Jaguars fans, whether it's on the field or in your finances, the key to success is a solid plan. From high-yield banking to home lending, into retirement and beyond, TIAA Bank offers solutions that can help you achieve your goals and make the most of your money. It's time for a plan. Start building your legacy today at TIAABank.com Jaguars. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, equal housing lender and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco, visit adecousa.com. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. The day after a loss 
to the Ravens, <coughs> forty to fourteen, final score. I'm at TIA Bank Field. Pete Prisco looks like he's at his home studio, and Tony Baselli is in the woods in Colorado somewhere. It looks like with the nice trees behind him. Is it snowing? Uh, uh, no, it is not snowing. I'm actually in Boulder, Colorado, I'm, oh. and uh, right on the uh, golf course. So there's. Let me show you the golf course right there. Okay, if you're watching on Jags Facebook, oh yeah, look at that. Did you play yet? Too cold. Too cold to play. I bet. <laughs> it's way too cold. You He's probably worn out, out from last week's cool. round on on Monday that he played. Yeah, that's right. You can get another round in on Monday, like you did last Monday. So, so I didn't. I didn't go last week and play golf. Enough knuckleheads. Hey, Tony. Uh, the whole brood is out there. Everybody? Yeah, the whole, all seven of us. All and you're all in that house? All in this house. Oh, my God. Your dad wow. never, everybody's going nuts, I bet. Yeah, it's, it's day one of six days, so I'm still so making the, it. And it's the Christmas. It's everybody out there for the holidays. I get it. And, and his birthday is uh, Christmas Day, so we're going to, you know, have celebrate his birthday and Christmas and the whole deal. So I can't wait to see how much food you shovel into that mouth over the next <laughs> six days. Well, it's going to be a lot. It's going to be a lot. We actually, so today my dad and uh, my, uh, every for 23 years, they packed like turkey dinners and gave it to like uh, homeless shelters. And yeah, churches nice. And everything else. So we went over there this morning to his office and me and all my kids, all my nieces and nephews, brothers and sisters and everything. And packed 500 turkey dinners in boxes and sent them off to different people. So that was good. Cool. So packed. Why well, he's packing it? One over here. Nibble, nibble. <laughs> one over here. Oh, a roll. No, there, 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 no <laughs> there was no eating of the turkey dinners. There might have been a few sweet rolls in the office that I might have partaken in. You know what? You know what? We're at that time of year where we're all saying eh, January 1st is right around the corner. Yeah, yeah we'll start again. It is so true. Like I, I find myself like making allowances for me to eat more bad food because I'm like, oh, I'm going to die jam first. You start- You're going to go outside and work out in that cold, aren't you? Probably not. No, mm, no. <laughs> that's not going to happen. It's not, not going to happen. Not going to happen. So, all right, let's get to the <sighs> defensive side yesterday because we must. That didn't go well either. By the way, they had the interception on the opening drive. But the penalty during the return got it back to the one-yard line. Then two plays later, there was a safety. But uh, the totals yesterday, Schobert had 12 tackles, led the way. Jared Wilson, that's never good when your free safety has 10 solo tackles. And then Miles Jack had another 10 tackles yesterday. Dewan Smoot had a sack. Uh, but there's not a lot positive defensively yesterday, let's be honest. They did slow down the running game of Lamar Jackson. That was a focus, obviously, but it opened up everything else, it felt like. Yeah, I think the most po- the, the biggest positive is the fact that at halftime, you know, Lamar Jackson had five carries for three yards. The problem was you were down 26 nothing, And so you did bottle up, and they had a good game plan. I thought they tackled in the open field well against Lamar Jackson, but the play-action pass really hurt on those guys running wide open in the middle of the field. We knew that was going to be an issue. Um, and then just the simple off-tackle plays. They just ran downhill with J.K. Dobbins and, and Gus Edwards, and they were physical. So they really didn't need um, Lamar Jackson and his legs to get it going. I mean, they pretty much handled it uh, and dominated the line of scrimmage from, from get-go. I mean, they, Did you watch they the never, tape? No. I, mean, I, oh. I got on the plane, flew out um, here, got here late last night, and then, then you know, stuffing turkeys today. I was just – I watched the game. I haven't watched the tape, but I was just looking at 
PFF's grades, and they've been high on Miles Jack all year long as one of the top. They have him as the lowest-rated defensive player on the team yesterday. Wow. Really? Yeah. Why? Yeah, yeah. I, didn't watch the, I didn't watch the tape yet, so I don't want to comment of why. And they have the, Giles Harris is the number one-ranked um, player on the team. Yeah, not as many reps. I mean, Sam. Yeah, he only played, tw- he played 26 snaps. Gost, it goes like this. Giles Harris, Gostas, Smoot, Claybrooks, Herndon, Brian, who only played 16 snaps. Um, Reed, Costin. So some of the, like Chase on, another bad grade. Schobert, bad grade. Well, I think some of the interesting things, you know, be just as I was reflecting on the defensive game, and we haven't made much about it, in the last three weeks, Taven Bryant, a former first-round pick, of three years ago, has played 16 rep, snaps, 17 snaps, and 16 snaps. Yeah. Non-factor. I, I mean, I forgot he was almost playing yesterday. I mean, you, you talk about – I mean, you look at that defense, and we talked about the draft and everything else, you know, as far as how do you rebuild it and what do you do, you know, and you talk – obviously, all the, all the attention and energy is around Trevor Lawrence, as it should be. By the way, I mean, no kidding. I mean, that's the best player in college football. Um, but the defense, you have a lot of work to do in that front seven. Um, they, they, I mean, you hope Josh Allen can come back. You've been out with him for most of the year. They don't have anyone who can affect the quarterback by winning one-on-one very well. Dwayne Smoot's probably their best one, if you really look at it. And so you need to, you know, you need to figure out you know, and because I, I thought this is where you were going to go when you started talking building this roster. You know, obviously you go quarterback, but then you need, and then obviously you talked about protecting the quarterback and in the offensive line, control line of scrimmage. But then defensively, I would say it's three main positions, maybe four. You need a, you need a pass, an edge rusher. You need a corner. You need a linebacker who can run. They got that, and then really you need an interior rusher. If you get those four out of the eleven. You can fill in the rest of the spots, and 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 I say that. So, how many of those four key ones? Edge rusher, inside rusher, linebacker, corner. Do they have? Okay, well, you you should have an edge rusher in Josh Allen. Well, you hope. I mean, you didn't see it this year, Pete. No, but he was dinged and everything else. Yeah, That's I, what I'm saying. But I, I'm, I'm saying yes. Give him the benefit of the doubt. You would say yes. Corner. You drafted one in the top ten. He better be. I don't know. He played well at times. He just has inconsistency. Yeah, I just said, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not ready to – are you ready to bet? You bet, you get to bet no. your career on it? No. What did he play, seven games this year? No. His but first game was his it. best. Week one was his best, by the way. Okay. So, dude, which one do you definitely – do they have? They don't Linebacker. have any. Yeah, they do. Miles Jack, that's it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. They have one of the four. But they do have some pieces. They have a big body interior. Okay, let's just say – for the sake of the argument that, for the sake of the argument that they become that Robert Sala becomes the head coach, he probably we don't know if he will. He can, maybe he will. What defensive scheme does he play, and who plays on that defensive scheme? Well, he's going to play a four-three. Okay, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be more of the traditional Seattle cover three. I mean, that's where he started and came from. He plays more variations and probably right. does some different stuff on the back end. Right. Um, played more split safety stuff, but he's a base. You know, and it, okay, in that scheme, give me the down line. I mean, I think you got uh, Josh Allen, 
you know, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully you sign Leonard Williams at the three technique. Okay, there's two. Uh, probably, and then you play Hamilton at the one. Hamilton at the one, and I think you and I think you got to sign. I'd, I'd probably sign back to Juan uh, Dwan Smoot at the big end or Gostas, one of those guys. I mean, you can. By the way, that big end. If you have Leonard Williams and Josh Allen. You can go find a mid-range guy. That okay, and that. If, but if you go to passing situations, then what will it be? Well, you hope. That, that means that, that Chase on has to be something or else you have to find another one. Well, you hope that Chase on's that other edge rusher. You hope he's like D Ford or one of those guys who can come in on third down and just rush the passer like a, a wild man. That's what you and hope. Then, and, then, and then if that's a scenario, then you have Schobert in for another year and and, and Jack. And Schobert yeah. would be better if he's protected by a guy like Leonard Williams and, and Hamilton up front. And then your corners will be Henderson and Sidney Jones. Well, I mean, this here's my concern about both those guys. Injuries. Yeah. I mean, part of be, being a good player is being available. What about Trey Herman as a nickel corner? I like Trey's at nickel, and he's and you count on him. He's dependable. He's physical, <laughs> well, and you need to have a good nickel corner too. If yeah. one, you know what they could do, they could go back and resign Mike Hilton, who they want to, to play the Gosh. nickel. He's unrestricted this year. Wouldn't that be something? Well, my, my, I guess my point is, I mean, we are assuming. Let's say you don't get Leonard Williams because the Giants are going to do everything they can to try to sign him as well. But he's from Daytona, so you have you know. I'm just telling you, it's not like there's not. I get, but there, but you, it's, okay, you get, say you get Leonard, you don't get Leonard Williams, but you could still, you got to address that position a couple you, different. Dang, dang right, you need to find somebody who can rush inside. How many guys playing right now will be backups on that defensive line next year? Smoot. Mm. They're all backups. But how many are going to be on the roster next year, though? Is what I'm saying. Oh. Uh, I mean, depends how many you go get. I mean, that's a loaded question. How many can Costin you go get? Be on the, Costin will be on the Yeah, there. Costin will be there. Costin. Costin will be your, one of your big ends. Will Taven Bryan, Bryan be on the I don't, I, don't I don't think Taven Bryan makes the team. I bet you you trade him. Somebody well, will give you a fourth or fifth round, fifth rounder. For a former first rounder, he was, there was a bunch of people who had him rated as high, a first rounder coming out. You don't think you get a fifth or sixth rounder? Trade to the Patriots, you could get a, a, a lobster roll. If you trade him to Philly, you might get a Philly cheesesteak. Trade him to Chicago, you get a deep dish deep pizza. Dish, deep dish. <laughs> trade him to California, you get, get some good tacos. I mean, what? Come on, what are you going to get for him, Tony? Well, somehow we got something for uh, uh, for Blaine Gabbert. Yeah, but a backup quarterback in the room, you know how that goes. Different. Hey, let's. Not getting anything. You're not getting anything for him. We're up against. Let's take a timeout. But do you you think he makes the team? No, I don't think he's on the roster. No. Let's come back. One final segment here in the first hour. Then your social questions coming up in the second hour. Plenty ahead. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. 
DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity jaguars fans game day is back and this year we've teamed up with jameson to add another win to your week with official jaguars and jameson branded collectible stadium cups they're only available for a limited time in the jacksonville metro area so grab yours today pour a smooth jameson ginger and lime and cheer on the jags with jameson taste responsibly jameson irish whiskey 40 percent alcohol by volume 80 proof product of ireland copyright 2020 imported by john jameson import company new york new york at ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. This football season, prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike chaired so hard he's built nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. <sighs> so this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Hey, it's the Good Greek Spiro, and I am proud to announce that Good Greek Moving and Storage is now the official mover of your Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars are making all of the right moves, and you should too. So when it's time for you to move, do it like the Jags and call the Good Greek. Simply dial star star Greek from your cell or go to goodgreek.com. That's goodgreek.com. Good Greek Moving and Storage, official movers of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Good Greek Moving and Storage, your superhero movers. A lot of people are upset. Uh, I'm sure people are embarrassed. There's a lot of that, but we don't let the personal feelings come into play when we have an opportunity to fix things and try to work to get better. And I think that's what this team has done um, a really an outstanding job of. Uh, like I said before, there's, there's no finger pointing. There's no, no issues. Um, nothing going on on the practice field, no jabbing back and forth, no holding their heads down low. Um, you know, they're, they're fighting their ass off and, uh, you know, along with the coaches. And that's something that is a, a credit to them. Head coach Doug Marone today on an audio conference. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour, final moments of the first hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Briscoe, Tony Baselli. The Jags have dropped 13 consecutive games. Now a 1-13 record. They'll host the Chicago Bears this Sunday at 1 o'clock at TIAA Bank Field. And you know, guys, like this scene on Sunday is going to be absolutely strange, right? 
I mean, that, that, well, yeah. that fans in the stands, you know, it's going to be really, really odd in that stadium. What's going to be odd, JP? How's it going to be any more odd than the Pittsburgh game or the Browns game where you had people cheering for the opposing team? You had more Steelers and Browns fans in the stadium than you did Jaguar fans. So how's that going to be any different okay. with the Bears fans coming That's to an town? excellent point. Never thought about it like that. But I think you'll have the full or almost full support of – the opposition, um, a little more than normal, which is weird. Yeah, I, I don't think it, I don't think it's going to be any more. I mean, I, I, I'm I guess the bigger issue to me is is really how many people are going to be at the game because typically, as of late, you've seen it being a lot of Steelers fans, Browns fans, people coming down from up north to get a little bit better weather. You know, we didn't see as many Titans fans. They don't really travel as well. Um, but the, are the Bears fans going to come down to sh- from Chicago two days after Christmas to come watch? Well, there's the also a game? lot of Bears fans Bears around fans the country everywhere. too, Tony. And then the, remember when they won the no, Super Bowl in '85? Yeah, that's you know, fair. Yeah, so I, you'll I see a lot that. of Bears fans because I've gone to Tampa games in way back in the day, and there were always Bears fans there. So there'll be Bears fans there. I, you know, what? Yeah. it's funny you mentioned the crowd though, JP, because mm-hmm. I was thinking about this before. If ever there's a season to go one in fifteen, it's during a pandemic when you have no crowds going to the game anyway. <laughs> right? Nah, I mean, imagine if they were one in fifteen in a season when you're selling no. tickets. You might not be able to. How many people would be? How many people would legitimately legitimately be at the Bears Jaguars game if you were selling out the entire stadium? Twenty five thousand. Not a lot. I mean, not a lot. I mean, to your point, how many? The question would be, how many Bears tickets do you sell? I mean, that would be. That's where you'd be selling your tickets. I mean, it's just, and so it worked. Look, if they don't win the next two weeks, and end up one and fifteen, you got your one victory. So you can't say you're not one of those zero and sixteen teams, and you're still going to pick first overall. No fans, nobody moaning and groaning, and now there's a, there's a reason for excitement. There's enthusiasm. Yeah. Pete, to your point, it's actually a good point, and I hate to say when you've actually nailed something, but you have here. If you're ever going to have a really bad season and go 1-15, and 15, and if it's ever going to be, like, just miserable, do it when there's more miserable things going on, like the pandemic, and people are, you know, at least not able to come and maybe more distracted and everything else, and do it on a year where there's a – Franchise quarterback. Right. You, could, mean, you, you could you could have done it on a year when you picked Eric Fisher first overall. <laughs> yeah, I mean, could you imagine if this was a year where there was no quarterbacks in the draft? You were one in fifteen. So all things considered, be positive. It's a good year. It's a great year. It's it's the year that turns the franchise from being uh, an afterthought and an also ran and nobody paying attention to something that everybody in the country is going to pay attention to from now on. It's never happened before. That's a good point. Never had the number one pick ever. And and nor has anybody paid attention to the franchise. They just haven't. Well, and, they people say, and people say, and people always. But Tony, in the nineties, it was more about no. oh, look, they surprised some people. Yeah. They're a cool, good little story. Then in ninety nine, they were really good, and everybody gave them. Then after that, it went off the cliff. So it really was for a one year, two year window. People paid attention. Since then, they haven't. And you guys were getting Pro Bowl votes and, and, and acclaim all over the country. There wasn't social media. It wasn't the same thing. It's never it, – it was never how it will be now going forward. And I always like it. People always give me crap. They say, oh, Jacksonville, terrible play. Really? How good was Seattle before they started winning? That's right. How good were they? 
Did right. people pay attention to him? Then they became relevant. Jacksonville be- can become relevant quickly with Trevor Lawrence. All right, that'll do it for our first hour. We have another hour to go, including your social questions. That's coming up. We'll go around the NFL from yesterday, recap the games. We don't have to worry about the AFC South standings anymore or the not-so-powerful draft order. That's been the conversation all day long. Glad you're with us today. Second hour coming up. This is Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans on the Jaguars Digital Network. Dreamfinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. Dreamfinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the Dreamfinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at dreamfindershomes.com. Dreamfinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at ViStar, we believe in better especially in helping build a better financial future for our members so we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up we've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates saving members more than a million dollars this year in addition to the millions we save them every year if you believe that saving money is better join vistar we never forget that it's your money all loans subject to approval insured by ncua committed to the team committed to the mission at navy mutual we're committed to providing high quality life insurance to members of the military and their families So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, ensuring those who serve. You won't find a better deal to keep your ride clean than Scrubble's Flexible Service Car Wash. Start in the tunnel wash and experience state-of-the-art equipment while enjoying a soapy light show. Our quality soaps and solutions keep your vehicle streak-free. Every three-minute car wash package comes with self-serve vacuuming, lint-free towels, window cleaner, and a free air freshener. Visit us at the St. John's Town Center, Fleming Island, and Atlantic Beach. And coming soon to Kernan in Atlantic. Trust the bow tie. You'll know quality once you arrive. Go Jags! The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a Built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, Built for the Holidays. At most sandwich places, asking for more of something is just part of the drill. But what if you never had to ask for more? What if more was just a given? At Daly's, more is what our sandwiches are built on. More meat, more cheese, more veggies, more quality, more taste. All for a price that's anything but more. Sandwiches from Dash, made fresh, Daly's.
yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't be able to do that. I, I'd have to, I, I couldn't do it. I, I just wouldn't. I mean, never done anything in my life. I got trouble letting my kids win when they were little. And I, and I never heard it. No. Head coach Doug Marone today asked uh, if he had been either told or ever heard of anybody trying to lose the last couple of games. Welcome back. Second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Briscoe, Tony Vaselli. Here's what's happened. The Jaguars lost yesterday. It's their 13th consecutive loss. 40-14 to 14 was the final score at the Inner Harbor in Baltimore. The Ravens are right there at the cut line of the AFC playoffs. And they had the big lead early and never really looked back after that. The Jaguars now 13 straight losses. That's tying the franchise worst losing skid across seasons for the last five games of 2012 and the first eight of 2013. It's uh, already extending the single-season losing skid. Now 13 with two to go. The Jets later in the day beat the Rams, so the Jaguars are in line for the number one overall pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. And the way I understand it, if even no matter what happens, the strength of schedule would not change if both. No, teams yeah, that lose was my out. question, JP. There's no chance of the you know like what everyone saw, we play wins, everyone they play loses. There's, there's no chance of flipping it. What I understand, that's the case. So, I mean, it's minuscule. You know, it's in a perfect world, then you know what would happen. Uh oh. In the perfect world, the uh, Jets would win this weekend. Um, whoever they play, the Browns. And we would not win this weekend. Um, I hate to say that, but just trying to be honest, it's because I really think Trevor Lawrence would be a good guy to get at quarterback. But then the last week of the season, you can go all out and just win, and there's no consequence. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't it be great to finish the season beating the Colts, sweeping the Colts, and still keeping that first overall pick? You know the Colts mm. are good, right? Doesn't really, doesn't really matter. I know, but kind of, wouldn't it be more fun? Well, I mean, heaven carries over. You're the first one who says that all the time. Doesn't carry yeah, over. Zero carryover. Yeah. <laughs> Momentum. Yeah, like, what was it one year you guys beat the Browns at the end of the year one year? Yeah, 95. Yeah, and somebody said that so that carried 95, over. 95, we lost seven straight games. The last game of the year was against the Bill Belichick-led Browns. On the road. On the no, road. Here, no, here, Altel. It was Altel. Was it? State. it was Christmas. We, yeah, it was Christmas. We beat. It was Christmas Eve, actually. Um, we beat them up there earlier in the year. They came down and we beat them here. And the season was over. And let me tell you, all I remember about that game is never being happier that the season was over and I was not coming. I didn't have to be back at the facility for two months. Yeah, because but Coughlin tried to. I remember he tried to insist to me that it carried over the next year, and I said, "Well, no. what happened in the beginning of the season?" <laughs> No, no carryover. No, I agree. What was the game? It was the game was up there where Vaughn Dunbar ran wild on him late in the game. In, in that, wasn't that right? Up there where you beat him. Didn't you beat him up there too? The yeah. first uh, earlier in the year, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Vaughn Dunbar, remember him? Yep. So it's uh, it's quite a scene around town today. Everybody reacting on social media and on talk radio and going into the coffee shop. I heard it this morning. That's all everybody's talking about is the number one overall yeah. pick. You know who I really feel bad for, though, JP? Mark Brunel. He's now the other Jaguars quarterback. <laughs> 
Uh, Mark, I know you're out there listening. I just had to take my shot at you. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, <laughs> Pete's already got him in the pride of the Jaguars. It's funny how that works. Not, not until the end of the uh, – not until, you know, he's got to play at least before he's the – I know, Brunel's. I know Brunel, and he listens because he'll, he'll, and he just drove off the road when I made that. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence is at least gonna have to take one snap before he gets ahead of <laughs> Brunel. I mean, come on, yeah. you can't do that. You can't do that. But, but again, Brunel. since Mark Brunel, he's the guy. This is it. This is it. It's let's, true. Yeah, I mean, let's go through some of the names they've tried over the years, right? Byron, that didn't work no. out. That didn't work out great. Um, Gabbert. Yeah, Gabbert. No. I mean, Gerard was here. He was the guy for a while, but they didn't, like, draft him high. Stop, Gab. You know? yeah. um, he was the – Gerard is actually the second best of the entire group. Yeah. They had the most success, at least, in that time frame. Right? Well, he was the second best of the group. Yeah. I, I don't I, – if you had to rank the quarterbacks on this team in their history, Brunel yeah, would Brunel be one. one. Gerard would be two. Who's three? Is there even a three? Blake, Jamie Martin? Blake, Blake got him to the AFC Championship game. Ducks. Jamie and he Martin. Did, didn't Blake Jamie, throw – how many touchdown passes did Blake throw that one year? Jay Fielder. Yeah, but you can't, you can't do touchdown passes. I know. Well, who's – well, okay. You go. Who went the further? They, they, he went further than Gerard did. I know, but who would you rather have suit up at their prime? Gerard oh, or Bortles? That's why I said Gerard would be two. Okay. I'll give you another one. Who would you rather suit up at their at their peaks, um, Jay Fiedler or Blake Bortles? Jay Fiedler. Okay. Uh, Jamie Martin, <laughs> Blake Bortles. Yeah, Jamie Martin wasn't that good. Okay. Stop I'm, it. I think, I, well, I'm just saying I'm giving you backup quarterbacks is all I'm giving you. Rob Johnson was, could have been better than all those guys. It's just for some reason, I don't know. what You know better than me. Why didn't it ever work out with Rob Johnson? Worked it, out here. We got we got Fred Taylor. Worked out perfectly. Here. Yeah, but I'm talking about in his career. I thought Rob Johnson had a chance to be really good. You played with him in college. What happened? Didn't love it. Didn't live it. No, I think he loved it. He's a coach now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he loved it. It's a it's a longer conversation for you and I. Oh, yeah. we can't. Oh, we need. This is interesting. Intriguing. There were games where you watch Rob Johnson play and you go, "Oh my God, he's got everything you need." To, and and you know what, Tony, with the way the game is played now, as athletic as he is, he'd have yeah, been he's phenomenal. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. So I, Rob's biggest issue is he held on to it too long. He, he would, did. He always he wanted never, that fun. He never wanted to throw an intercept, incomplete pass. Like just throw it away. Yeah, Rob, Rob would be up there as one of the better ones, though. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's the problem. Right relative to one, He started one game for us. <laughs> he was good in that game, though. <laughs> it was a really good got, game. He got us Fred Taylor. There's no doubt about it. But I'm just telling you, that's, I mean, that's the problem. And then, and then, so who, okay, we, but we're missing a group. It was Brunel, and then, but, and who? Think about this. Before we do this, think about this. You want to know why this, this organization has not been good since the 90s consistently? It's the conversation we're having right now. They haven't had a quarterback since Brunel. Correct. Correct. I mean, that's, I mean, it's not that hard. Could you imagine if the – okay, the team that David was on that beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh in the playoff game and then lost to New England, if that team had like a Trevor Lawrence on it, that would have been a Super Bowl team. It could have been a Super Bowl team. Well, in fairness, though, in that um, – New England game, offense went back and forth, 
That was the game where Brady had one incomplete pass. Yeah, they played zone that, coverage that, the whole time. It was like a seven-on-seven seven drill. Yeah, that wasn't the offense's fault. The no, offense but no, but yeah, you're right. But that remember they were so big and talented up front, but they weren't great on the back end. I know, but that was one. That was the year that New England was uh, undefeated. There wasn't right? a. There wasn't also wasn't a an elite edge rusher on that team, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Paul Spicer was your best pass rusher. Yeah, and he was more of a power player than a, a yeah, that's right. How about these numbers that year? 2007 for David Garrard. 2,500 uh, yards and change, 18 touchdowns, three interceptions. Oh, that was one. Yep. But again, until Blake Bortles had the amazing year throwing touchdown passes, Brunel held the team record with 20. <laughs> Forever. I mean, think about, think about that. Ever. 20 was the team record. Is that good? If, if, <laughs> if, uh, Trevor Lawrence has a 20 touchdown season after his first one, then he's then he's he's a bad pick, okay? The way the game is played today. <laughs> wow, he's already called him a bust. You just drafted <laughs> saying, him. You put him on the wall, now you're saying he's a bust. No, he, he, look, he should be throwing 20 in his first season from there on out. It's a different game, though, Pete. Correct. I was, I was looking at a, uh, like, through, like, 10 games or something. Elway's numbers one yeah. year. Yeah. It was like he had like twenty two hundred yards, ten touchdowns, seventeen picks, fifty five percent completion percentage. Could you imagine if he played in today's Marino? All oh, of them. The, yeah. the, the way the yeah. rules are and everything, they would light it up. They would be phenomenal. well because in the old days the middle of the field was shut down because you you would get killed if you threw one of those seam routes that they throw nowadays in cover two. Mm-hmm. The dude was dead. Well, that's why. That's why the other day somebody came. I think it was Randy Moss came out and said, "I'm the best wide receiver ever." Oh, and Terrell and Jerry Rice. Yeah, come, I saw that. And you see Jerry Rice. Come on, he wasn't better than Jerry Rice. But also, you go back in in time. Remember Paul Warfield and guys like that? They got beat up at the line of scrimmage. Physical. There was no illegal contact. You could beat right. them up all the way down the field. Right. Wow. Different game. Times change, and uh, the Jaguars will change with it. Let's hope in a uh, few months' time. So let's, uh, yes. JP, we, we have to run the ball. <laughs> no, no, no. We have to. We, this is, this cannot, this cannot go forward anymore. I was looking the other day in the last like t- 10 years, what this team has done. It can't go forward. It can't. It's not, I mean, it's not sustainable to lose the way we've lost. And so that's why I'm like, and Pete and I used to argue about this all the time, is I would always be the player. Every game matters. You try to win the game. I'm at the point now saying, no, go get Trevor Lawrence. You're in the position to get him. Don't screw it up. Get Trevor Lawrence. I get what Doug's saying. I get what the players are saying. God bless them. I'll root for them. They got a job to do. But as someone who covers this team and someone who loves this team, go get a quarterback. Because until you get that right, you're in trouble. He's come over to the dark side. <laughs> I brought him. I brought him into the abyss. I'm so proud. Not the abyss. It's you're a, media, you're a media member now, and you've come over to the dark side. I'm two for two. I'm not a media member. Yeah, you are. I'm, yes, you are. Oh yeah, I guess I already admitted that. It's not the dark side. <laughs> yeah. it's, the, it's the side of wanting us to win. It's all the side I'm on now. But I will say this, Pete, and I said this earlier in the first hour. Please, everyone listening to us, 
if you think this team is one player away, a quarterback, as great as Trevor Lawrence might be, if you think you are just that guy away from being good, you're mistaken. This team has a lot of work to do to fix the roster. Let's come back. Social questions. Dead ahead. Plenty of Can't wait. today. And this will be fun. This will be fun. Lots to talk about. This Jaguars happy hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. At ViStar, we believe in better, especially in helping build a better financial future for our members. So we've reviewed our offerings from the ground up. We've lowered or eliminated over half our fees and enhanced our already competitive rates, saving members more than a million dollars this year, in addition to the millions we save them every year. If you believe that saving money is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Hey, Jags fans, did you know you can ride your bike to every Jaguars home game at TIAA Bank Field and valet park it for free? That's right. Stop by our bicycle check-in tent, sponsored by Alert Today Florida, near Gate 1 at TIAA Bank Field. An on-duty Zencog bike professional will park your bike and ensure it's secured during the game. When the game's over, return your claim ticket and pick up your bike. For cycling safety tips, visit alerttodayflorida.com. Remember, Alert Today, alive tomorrow, because safety doesn't happen by accident. Jaguars fans, let's tackle social injustice together on game days with Selfies for Change. Visit TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change to take a virtual selfie with a Jaguars player and unlock a $5 donation to the Jaguars Foundation to help fight social injustice. Share your photo on Instagram or Twitter using hashtag Selfies for Change so more fans can be part of the movement. Join us on game days at TIAABank.com slash Selfies for Change. TIAA Bank is the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. 
Day after a loss to the Ravens, the Jaguars are now 1-13, 13 consecutive losses. Social questions coming up with some breaking news around the league today. The Pro Football Hall of Fame has announced that Kevin Green has passed away at the age of 58. This was announced just moments ago. He was a longtime uh, player with the Rams, of course, three years with the Steelers, the Carolina Panthers in the early days in Carolina, 96, uh, 98, and 99, 160 career sacks. No word yet on the cause of death, but 58 years old. That's young for uh, Kevin Green. Yeah, it's uh, it's shocking. And I knew Kevin, uh, played against Kevin, and uh, and then when he was a coach, used to talk to him before the games. And great guy, saw him at the Hall of Fame events, um, and uh, just it's uh, I don't you know it's it's one of those things. You, you, it's one thing you know we read on Twitter all the time, and especially this pandemic where people you know lose their battle, whether it's with COVID or what or something else, or um, however it ends up happening. And you know, human nature is when you read their age and they're older, you feel like a little bit better about it because they live a full life. And then when you see someone at the age of Kevin Green, you know, lose a battle to whatever happened. We're not sure yet. Um, it hits even closer to home. And then I'll tell you guys, when you know them personally, I mean, I played against Kevin Green. I mean, we battled on the field. I mean, and I'm sitting here thinking as I was reading, I was texting Pete about 20 minutes ago, uh, JP, when I found out about it, is it's like, holy cow. I mean, what happened? So um, thoughts and prayers with his family and all his loved ones and uh it's uh, obviously too soon great player what a great pass rusher he was he was dominant not that much yeah he was he was awesome man he was a power power play he'd still run we could still get up the field tony i bet did you didn't match up mo- m- a lot with him though you were mostly with he, greg lloyd right yeah greg lloyd and uh, uh gildan and uh chad brown he was a left end his whole career right. he was a left end he, whether it was uh, carolina rams or uh for uh, Pittsburgh, he was a left He was end. tough, man. He could rush the passer. He's physical, played in the run really, game. Really powerful. Really strong yeah. guy. Yeah, sad news. And, and I mean, what, 58? Yeah. Tony, what are you, yeah. 55? 48, Pete. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, but, just, uh, well, I'm not on the group text. I just found that out, too. What in the world is that about? No, it wasn't a group text. It was just something I read, actually saw P- JPI. Um, I saw it on Twitter um, about 20 minutes ago, earlier than like no one was reporting it. Oh yeah, and I couldn't, and I searched for it, and no one was on it. But one individual was uh, sent a uh, tweet. My buddy of mine texted me about it. He was a big Steeler fan. And I'm like, ah, is that true? So I actually text Pete. I said, Pete, is this true? And he said, Yes. It's sad. Yeah, it's, so, it's sad. It's sad, man. It's it's just sad. Way too young. Um, you know, and, and the sad thing is nowadays, everybody looks to see if it was from COVID and, you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. He's too young, whatever he died of. That's right. Way too young. 58 years old. Thoughts and prayers to this family. Awful. All right, guys, let's uh, move along now to social questions. This, we put the bat signal out early in the day, every Monday, and this is the best we've come up with today. Let's start. With number one, at Sam I am Sheer 13, I really enjoy your show. Merry Christmas. Do you guys think more teams should just use the kicker as the punter? No. In fact, I was going to bring that up, but we got so into this Jets and Trevor Lawrence and everything else. Um, I was shocked that the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, during a pandemic and what's going on with COVID, did not have a punter on the practice squad that they could bring up. 
that they would go into a game, an NFL game, with a guy who has never punted in his life at any level. He's a kicker. Just because you can kick doesn't mean you can punt. Yeah, that, fact that, that's a bad decision. That, it's a terrible decision. Like, what do you like? Why don't we have a guy? I mean, COVID is a situation where you don't know when someone's going to get it. You can get it at home. You can get it anywhere. It's not like you know. I don't think Logan Cook was being reckless. It just happens in today's world. It stinks, and hopefully Logan's okay. That's the biggest. That's the most important. But why would you not have a backup at a key position that's not easy to replace? Yeah, that, that was a mystery. That, that was made a, no sense that, to that me. a mystery. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know whose decision that is now that uh, Dave is gone. I, I assume it's Trent Balky and Doug Marone, or some some combination of it. But I was shocked that they did not have a backup hunter. Yeah, and no, you don't. Now, want your- it didn't matter. I mean, it didn't matter in the grand scheme of things. But, but there used to be guys that did both. Well, Logan Cook can do both. He's but can he kick in ball? In a pinch, in a pinch, he could kick a yes. field goal. Yeah. Well, could he be a regulation field goal kicker? Yes or yes. no? Uh, I've talked to Jody Camillus, and he said if he worked at it, he could be a regular field goal kicker. But remember Russell Erksleben and Steve Little and guys like that back in the day? They were drafted because they could. At Erksleben went in the first round, I think, and he was drafted because he could do both. Well, Steve Logan Little, Cook, Logan Cook, and I think he said it, JP. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's more comfortable kicking a 50-yarder than an f- uh, extra point. Because he can just kick it, right. Yeah, because he can just let it go. I think right. his is just an accuracy that he has to get some reps right. at it. But, but the point is, you know you don't have a guy in Rosas who can punt. Why are you counting on him to be your backup punter? I don't know. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah, that was now, a bad decision. The, it didn't matter. I mean, but my goodness, could you imagine if that cost you the game? Where like the ball went through his hands, I mean, like he was booming. He was booming thirty foot, thirty yards, or thirty yarders. Well, remember the like, one that went through his hands was another thirty yards on top of it after he fumbled it. So that's like fifty yards in the air. Yeah, but my point is, it's like a thirty yard. I mean, so what, I'm not, just stop. I know. Let's, let's move, move along. Yeah, We're talking about yeah, it's, it's okay. a bad. It's a bad roster decision. They messed that up. Period. Question number two at Fit Jag Chick. Assuming the Jags continue to be bad, what do you do with your second first round pick after taking Trevor with the first pick? O line, defensive tackle, safety? Question mark. It depends what you do in the free agency. agency. Yeah, like you can't just say what you do. I mean, if like if you get Trent Williams at left tackle and Leonard Williams at three technique, like Pete was talking about, well then I'm probably picking a tight end. The deep tight end draft, I mean, there's a lot there. Um, you could always go back to the old, you know, and again, it depends what you get free agency. You could go pick the best p- uh, player available. I actually think right now with the makeup of your roster, you are in a situation where you need help everywhere. Like tell me one position, position group, outside of running back, because I'm not drafting a running back in the first round no matter what. Right. Okay, so take running back off the table. Tell me one position group you couldn't draft somebody in the first round that wouldn't help them be better. Correct. There's not one. There is one. We've gone over this, yes. So pick the best player. And by the way, uh, Miami had an undrafted running back named Ahmed from Washington rush for about 130 yesterday. Wow. <laughs> They're everywhere. Don't wow. ever draft one. Our next question from at Paulie Dobson. 
Who'll be voted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame first for the Jaguars, Tony Vaselli or Trevor Lawrence? Come on, people. <laughs> do the right thing and vote Tony in this year. If Tony's still waiting by the time Trevor Lawrence is eligible, <laughs> I'll probably be gone. <laughs> Come on. That's a, good, that's a good question, though. That's funny. It's a funny question. I, it I is a funny it. question. Yeah, Great. Tony's getting in this year. Just all virtual. <laughs> we'll have a virtual Zoom party after the celebration. Oh, my gosh. Great. It'll be, it, that'll campaign. be appropriate too, though. It'll be the it'll be the kicker <laughs> of all year. Vaselli goes in virtually. <laughs> <laughs> Our next question from, from Noman Muhammad One. Hi guys, do you see any chance of us giving the first pick for either Dak or Herbert in return for a bunch of other picks with the deal, and maybe trade down for a Wilson or Fields, or is Lawrence the done deal? Love you guys from London. Hashtag Duval. Okay, hold on. Are you talking Justin Herbert? The Los Angeles Chargers are not trading for Justin Herbert. No. And nor would you would you trade the first pick for Dak? Uh, no, not I wouldn't. Not with, not with his ankle injury. I don't think I would. I wouldn't trade for him anyways. No. So the, here's it's like you would only do it if you wanted to de-risk the situation. Like, I think Trevor Lawrence will be better than Dak Prescott. I do. But there's risk there because he's never done it. Like, you know Dak is a good player. Yeah, you know, I, would, I wouldn't do it. I'm not saying I, I now, and now, if I was in the same scenario where I had the second pick, hey, Cowboys, you want the second pick? I'll take Dak for it. So here's a question. So if you had the second pick, would you trade the second pick overall to, for Justin Herbert right now? I, would, I might trade the first pick for Justin Herbert. Okay, there's so yeah, like right now, if you had to take that's worth. And listen, I'm all in on Trevor Lawrence, there's no doubt about it, but there's always risk. I mean, you know, first overall picks don't work out sometimes, right? But 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 looking at this group and the way they both those that group and this with the way you evaluate them coming in, you would say that Lawrence was better than Herbert coming into the in, in college, yes, yeah, but. Very few people projected Herbert being this good this fast in the NFL. And some you of watch us, him? Some of us did. I liked him too, Pete, but, I, but even you would not say he not was this good. This no. no. This is I mean, Marino-like. Like what he did on Monday night against the Raiders, like holy, or uh, I mean Thursday night, excuse me, Thursday yeah. against the Raiders was unreal. Yeah, this is Marino-like, stepping in and just playing. That's Marino-like. There are, yeah. there are a few guys that can flick the wrist and make those throws like he can make. Yeah, I agree, 100%. So, so, and by the way, the Chargers might not do that, make that move. I'll bet yeah, you right now, if you call Tom Telesco and said, hey, I'll give you the first overall pick for Justin Herbert, he'd no. be like, nope, no thanks, we're good. I wouldn't either. Our next question from at Jags1185. If you're the owner, because we know the coaches are doing everything to game plan and in their power to win – are you making an executive decision to rest and put injured starters on injured reserve in order to secure the first overall pick slash a one in fifteen record? No, no, you can't do that if you're shot gone. It doesn't. It's, called, really it, it, it's, it, it's it, forget about it, even if it didn't matter. It's called the integrity of the game. You cannot do that. You play the game matter. to win, as Herm Edwards said. You play the game to win. And if okay, now if James Robinson is banged up a little bit, do you sit him? Well, how banged up? Well, he had an ankle injury yesterday. I, I'd say, how, you know, I would ask the trainer, can he play? Can he, can he hurt it worse? If the trainer says, yeah, like there's a high risk, 
he can play, but there's issues that could linger into next year. Then I'm saying I'm not playing him. Well, you slip the trainer a little extra something in the Christmas envelope to say he can't play. Well, you can't do that, Pete. You know I that. Know. It's I know. Player, and plus, players want to play. There's only Absolutely. so many games right. and so many years you have to play the game. You want to play. Everybody always says that. him. He wants to play. Like, doing him. Especially a running back. He only has so many games in him. You want to play. And you don't go, if you're an owner of a team, try to tank. You can't in football because now you're risking people's like it's dangerous. Guys get hurt. Plus, like, I just don't think just that look happens. Look at the bright side of things. You're in such a great situation <laughs> that you don't need to try and tank. It happens naturally. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. See what happened yesterday. <laughs> uh, let's move along. <sighs> Our final question from at DJ Delphonic. Uh, Pete, since you were higher on Josh Allen of the Bills than anyone else in media, who would you draft if Allen and Lawrence were in the same class? Right now, or in the same in the same class, I'd probably take Trevor Lawrence. Okay, I'll do it differently. Right now, you're the first overall pick. You can take Trevor Lawrence, or you can take uh, acquire uh, Josh Allen and assume his contract. Which one are you doing? Well, his contract isn't that bad. That's what I'm saying. No, I'm just saying, but he's on your team. Like I drop it. I might take. I'd probably take Josh Allen over Trevor Lawrence. I think Josh Allen's. I think Josh Allen's a star right now. I think so what I've heard what I've heard you say, and I'm not saying I'm discreet, by the way, Pete, you would say you would call the if you're sitting here with the Jaguars, before you drafted Trevor Lawrence, you would call um Sean McDermott at the Buffalo Bills and say, Hey, um, I'll give you the first round draft pick, my first overall pick for Josh Allen. And then if they said no, then you would call t- Tom Telesco yeah. with the Los Angeles Chargers, say, Hey Tom. So would you. And neither one would <laughs> trade him, by the way. Neither one. As good as we think Trevor Lawrence is, you, you're right, though. These guys are showing they can do it. Yeah, you know they're good. Right. Like, Josh Allen is a different guy. You, you can just see it when he plays. You saw him Sunday night against uh, – Saturday night against the Broncos. Comes to the line of scrimmage, looks at it, sees it. You can see the confidence oozing, fires a rifle shot in there. He, he, that wasn't who he was last year or the year before. You saw the talent, but he, he's become a different quarterback. And that team is dangerous because he can play like that. So, yeah, I would consider that trade. but. If Trevor Lawrence is who you're stuck with, I can deal with that too. <laughs> oh no, yeah, this isn't. This is less about Trevor Lawrence. Right. It's about it's about, about knowing what you have. That's right. About having, and here's the thing: what you hope is that two years from now, some other poor team is the worst team in the NFL and has the first overall pick, and they're looking at you and calling, "Hey, I'll trade you the first overall pick for Trevor Lawrence." And you're going. No, no, I'm good. I know I got my guy. There's right. nothing you could give me. Would you have? I mean, there were a lot of teams that would have traded the, when Andrew Luck was coming out. That wouldn't wouldn't that had good quarterbacks that said no though. Like for example, when Andrew Luck was coming out, if you had asked the Lions, would you trade Matt Stafford for Andrew Luck? They probably would have said no. That's right. But now in hindsight, they might have said yes. Right. Well, seeing that Luck retired after eight years, maybe not. <laughs> Well, he, he, <laughs> well, you he know probably I mean. wouldn't have gotten blasted like he did in, in Detroit either, you know? I mean, Matt Stafford was the first pick of the draft. And and that, there's a perfect example. And that been no it's not been a bed of roses. No, he hasn't won a playoff not, game yet. No, the, the lines have stunk. But they didn't have <laughs> but he's also, also that was the the cap was different for for, for Okay, no, wrong. 
here's the thing. Because it's not just about getting the right quarterback. You have to get the right head coach. You got to get the right GM. That's true. You got you to build the team the right way. And that's my whole point to everyone who's talking about this. Listen, you need the quarterback. The quarterback is the most important position. But if you don't build around him and build the right culture around him, you're not going to do anything. It'll be it'll be the same old, same old. Yeah. You but he also had his old. star receiver retire early. I mean, that hurt him a little bit. There's a lot of things in, at play. I get it. But the quarterback helps. But, but they were also won nine games with how many games? Had, Jim Caldwell won nine games. Well, Three times. They, they fired him. I know. And they hired the wrong guy. That's my point. I mean, if you look at, I mean, who have been the head coaches since Matthew Stafford's been quarterback there? It was Caldwell. Patricia Caldwell. Patricia. Who's Caldwell? I think I'm trying to think of who it was before him. I can't uh, remember. That's how, that's how impactful it was. <laughs> was it was it uh, Marty Morningwig? No, he was way before that. That was back in the uh, um, right after Steve Mariucci or back in the oh, uh, Matt Miller. Oh, days. here you go. Here we forget. We even forgot this one. Jim Schwartz. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You never had the right guy. And Jim Schwartz is a very good defense coordinator, don't get me wrong. But here's a situation where you drafted the number one overall pick that everyone said Matthew Stafford is a stud. Can sling it, good player. And by the way, signed a second contract, made Pro Bowls, done all that. But guess what? It's not just about that guy. You need that guy, Pete. Look at the list of coaches that they've had since 2001. Ready? Yeah. Well, let me. I'll even I'm go because interim coaches count too. <laughs> Gary Muller. <laughs> he was defensive coordinator here. Yeah. It was in 2000. Marty Morningweg. Mm. Steve Mariucci. Mm-hmm. Remember, he was just cashing a check at the end. Dick yep. yep. Duran, when he was the interim coach, he was defensive Great coordinator. Defense coordinator. Rod great Marinelli. Great defense coordinator. Jim Schwartz. Good defense coordinator. Jim Caldwell. I mean, he nine wins. He was six in his sixty-four games. He was thirty-six and twenty-eight. And uh, Matt Patricia. So think about that. Of their coaches, the one, two, three, th- three of the last four coaches have been defensive coaches. There's two problems. Um, I don't know if hiring a defensive guy is the wrong. Not, pro- is the not hiring hiring because they they didn't probably vet the, who he's going to hire as his offensive. That's coach. the key. If you're going to go defense, you better that defensive head coach better have a great plan. On offense, like how, yeah. and, and here's the thing: I'm hoping if they interview as Shad Khan and they have this process when they interview coaches, like the questions you need to be asking is regardless if you're an offense or defensive coach, tell me your plan for a young quarterback because we are going to invest the future of this franchise in a guy named Trevor Lawrence. Granted, everything stays the same for the next two weeks. What is your plan? What is the plan? Who's your coordinator? What's the process? How do you handle them? How do you take the pressure? How do you limit distractions for this kid? I mean, those are the things you got to know and you better have a plan for. Being in Jacksonville is one way to limit distractions. That's a good thing. Well, but here's the thing. I, I, for big, big, um, big, uh, maybe na- national distractions, but being in a small market where they haven't had any real success, everyone's going to want a piece of them. And so you have That's to protect true. them. You have to protect him, and you don't let him do media every day. You don't let every Tom, you know, and you know, and Joe and 
Sammy, you know, have a piece of him and say, hey, I need this, I need that, come sign this, come do this. Like, you need to say, hey, let's insulate this kid, let's protect this kid, let's make it all about football for this kid, and let him have the success because all this other trappings will be there, and they'll even be bigger, and he'll be able to handle it when he is the man. We lost, JP. I'm right here, and we're going to take a timeout. So we're going to go around the league when we come back. We could go all day here. Um, It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Jaguars fans, did you know that with Drizzly, you can get Tito's Handmade Vodka delivered to your door in under 60 minutes? Well, you can. And now they're giving all fans $10 off their first order. Use the code JAGS10 at checkout. Just download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com and make sure you're all set to mix it up with Tito's Handmade Vodka for the perfect game day. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y.com. And remember to use the special code JAGS10 to save $10 on your first order. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka. Distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. Crafted to be savored responsibly. Floridians know what it means to stand together. That's why Florida Blue is committed to the people of Florida by providing health care with lower costs and higher quality. Enroll within 60 days of life-changing events, such as losing your job, to get benefits like plans as low as $0 a month and up to $500 per year towards your premiums and wellness rewards. Call 1-800-750-0164 or visit floridablue.com care today. Florida Blue is a trade name of Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Florida Incorporated. These health benefit plans have limitations and exclusions. Hey Jaguars fans, Jack Cannonia Jr. here from Jack Cannonia Chevrolet Buick GMC. Right now you can shop over 1,200 used vehicles, including over 100 certified pre-owned vehicles and vehicles starting as low as $2,000. That's right. And I guarantee you, no haggle pricing, just our best price. If you're looking for a quality pre-owned car, truck, or SUV, come see us in St. Augustine. Why buy from us? That's why. Example 2007, Mazda CX-7 Sports. Plus tax, tax, title, and fees. Vehicle subject, prior to sale. Offers cannot be combined. See for details. Jaguars fans, game day is back. And this year, we've teamed up with Jameson to add another win to your week with official Jaguars and Jameson branded collectible stadium cups. They're only available for a limited time in the Jacksonville metro area. So grab yours today for a smooth Jameson ginger and lime and cheer on the Jags with Jameson. Taste responsibly. Jameson Irish Whiskey. 40% alcohol by volume. 80 proof. Product of Ireland. Copyright 2020. Imported by John Jameson Import Company. New York, New York. Hey, Jags fans, did you know you can ride your bike to every Jaguars home game at TIAA Bank Field and valet park it for free? That's right. Stop by our bicycle check-in tent, sponsored by Alert Today Florida, near Gate 1 at TIAA Bank Field. An on-duty Zencog bike professional will park your bike and ensure it's secured during the game. When the game's over, return your claim ticket and pick up your bike. For cycling safety tips, visit alerttodayflorida.com. Remember, Alert Today, alive tomorrow, because safety doesn't happen by accident. Committed to the team, committed to the mission. At Navy Mutual, we're committed to providing high quality life insurance to members of the military and their families. So our policies have no fine print and no military service restrictions. We don't work on commission. We're nonprofit, so we pass the savings along to our members. Because at Navy Mutual, our highest commitment is to you. Visit NavyMutual.org. Navy Mutual, insuring those who serve. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by TIAA Bank. Created to serve, built to perform. 
Publix, where shopping is a pleasure, and Baptist Health, changing health care for good. Welcome back. Jaguars happy hour coming down the stretch on a Monday. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Frisco, Tony Baselli. Thanks for the social questions, by the way. We appreciate those today. We put out the signal early. We got some good feedback today. A lot of conversation around the Jags, of course, today. Even after a 40-14 to loss to the Ravens, the Jets, of course, knocked off the Rams. So everybody's freaking out hey, over the number one pick. Yes, Tony. Um, I was just—I meant to bring this up earlier, but you know, I'm—I'm I'm curious. Do you have any idea why Pete Prisco is wearing a call center headset today? It's a great question. Be- because it I'm using like a different. Wearing, it looks like he's working at the call center or like the drive-through. Well, no, you which, know what it is. is by head- the way, nothing wrong with either of those. I worked. I mean, grew up doing that. I think it's great. I'm just curious. I'm trying to describe to everyone listening what the headset looks like. Why it's a headset big- because because I didn't wear my earbuds because I'm connected on a different computer so I can work on this one. See, you got it. Okay. I will say. And by the way, you I had, like while you're, you're asking questions, I have another question to ask. <laughs> I noticed the show open. Headset. No, I know the show opened today, and I noticed it said also coming up Prisco and Baselli on the show, and we've done that all year long. Is it your show, and we're just appendages and add-ons or something? <laughs> JP? Yeah, what the hell? Well, he's up for the award. By it, it, that's right. It took you fifteen oh, weeks to figure it out. It's week fifteen. Come on! But I just—I know it's been happening. I thought it was like once every once in a while, but every single week. Oh, coming up on the show, we'll also like we're guests on no, the no, show. No, 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 no. Here's how this is. I'm basically just the narrator, and you guys are the top of the marquee. Prisco Baselli. It's the, always the first uh, line. Prisco Baselli. Tony, wouldn't you agree that it's kind of like the J.P. Shadrick show, and then oh, Pete and Tony uh, are also on. Most certainly not that today. I'll say that. <laughs> That's what he would like it to be, Pete. And so, okay, get a word in. He sits there and dreams and daydreams during the day, sitting at his desk. Of, oh, of, that's what I'm dreaming of. of. We're of so JP. we're so honored JP. to be on your show, JP. Yeah, okay, great. The, Shad, the Shadrick Show with Pete and Tony. <laughs> That'll bring him in. Rating spike. <laughs> <laughs> through the roof. Although I did hear word that the first hour last week was phenomenal when it came to the ratings. Hold on, I just got a text from 1010. They want us to do two more hours now of that show. It's amazing. <laughs> they want to double their show <laughs> every Monday. Yeah, yeah, you guys are funny. Let's go funny, around the funny, National funny. Football. We'll, we'll split just up as long as you NFL. hit them straight. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was playing. I wasn't. I really wasn't. Hey, let's um, let's go around the NFL. We'll hit some games now. We'll take a timeout. We'll hit the rest of them and do Monday night, if that's okay with everybody. That's good. Hosts, is that cool? Yeah, we're good. We're good. All right, let's start with the uh, Thursday night Chargers over the Raiders. We already talked about briefly that uh, fantastic play in that game from Herbert, but a big win for the Chargers over the Raiders in overtime. Yeah, don't, Raiders don't are done. Though, Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota comes off the bench and he plays well, and everybody's like, "Oh, well, he should be starting somewhere." I mean, he guy had every opportunity to be a starter. Not very good. I mean, he's uh, he's he's better than a backup, but not quite enough good enough to be the guy. You know what I'm saying, Pete? He's like meaning in the perfect world he would be a great backup. Like that's the guy you want. Well, he's he a great backup. That's what he is. Yeah. Uh, well, he was here. Well, he'd I think start he'd be a, a low grade starter. Well, he'd start today if he was here, right now. Well, oh, gosh. they got a low, low, low grade starter now in yeah, Jacksonville. Right. 
Uh, Saturday, Bills over the Broncos. The Bills fans were piling into the airport to greet them upon arrival. It's a, it's a great story because it's Buffalo. And it, for so long, it's been, you know, they, they you know the last couple of years under Sean McDermott, they've been to the playoffs, but not to the level they are now. And what people forget, I mean, when I was in high school and college, I mean, the Bills were like the, one of the best teams in the AFC. I mean, they were Jim Kelly, Andre Reid, Thurman Thomas, Bruce Smith, Phil Hansen. I mean, just, you know, BB, um, just go down the list of, like, great players. And then for so long, they were so bad. Um, but it's a great, great fan base. And you saw them show up late at night. It was cool. I love it. They have a good makeup. And I think they might be the best team in the AFC that's not named the Chiefs. I mean, I yep, think they, I agree. they're, they're, I think they they're are. the best team. By the way, uh, you know, the Bills went to four straight Super Bowls and lost all of them. Going to four straight Super Bowls might be an accomplishment that's never, ever duplicated. You know how hard that is? Yeah. Yes. I mean, actually, I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't. I never No, did, but so. Tony, they, they don't get the appreciation. That that's almost impossible to go to four. Nowadays, the way the league is constructed with free agency and everything, it's almost impossible to go to four straight Super Bowls. Right. Well, it's almost impossible to go to one Super Bowl. They were one of the great Pete. franchises back then. Marv Levy, the head coach, they were really good. They were great. They were up tempo on offense before everybody else was. Were, you know, Remember the K you know, gun? gun. Loved it. And they, but they could run it too. By the way, that celebration that the Bills had—it's because they solved their quarterback position. In Jacksonville, in two or three years, you'll be having that exact same thing. People waiting at the airport. I hope so. Saturday, also the Packers over the Panthers, and the Pack is in pretty good shape right now, Pete. Yeah, they didn't play very well, though. They they kind of lollygagged through that game, kind of like they did against the Jaguars when they played them earlier in the year. It, they're they're one of those teams that when they play down to the competition, sometimes, and that that's, I guess Tony knows better than me because he played. That can happen sometimes. Well, I always say that it's the, the the delta between the really good teams and the really bad teams isn't as big as what everyone thinks it is. I mean, they were closer. This isn't college football where it's just like right. show up and play. Um, and so if you're not at your top and a, a team that's not quite as good as playing good football, it's going to be a close game. We've seen that this year at the Jaguars. But it was interesting because I actually turned it off, Pete, after a while because Green Bay came out and dominated early. Like It was right. like they were going to run away with it. And then I turned I turned the game back on later because I was doing something else. My wife came home, and I'm like, "What? What happened?" All of a yeah. it's a close game at the end. It's crazy. It was crazy. They just got caught in a little one of those deals where they had a lull, and the next thing they know, they looked up and there was a game. The Falcons blew another lead, 31-27 final. Buccaneers over Atlanta, and they did it again. I'm on this text thread, and and one of them is a big Falcons fan, and he calls it falconing. This is what they do. It's the Atlanta Falcon. But and, and you should tell him on that thread that he should be happy they got they did falconing because now their pick will be better. Yeah, they're like if it's like fourth pick or something like that. Yeah, they, yeah. Dallas Cowboys over San Francisco, forty-one thirty-three. Both these teams now five and nine. Tony Pollard had a good game. Ezekiel Elliott didn't play. Tony Pollard stepped in and had a pretty good game. Two touchdowns, rushed for about 70 yards, and caught a couple, caught about 60 yards of passes. It goes back to your point, Pete, man. You got to be really careful. Not only do you not draft a, a running back early, um, you got to be careful how much you pay him, too. And Correct. Now, the flip side of that is you'll look at Derrick Henry, and they're getting every dollar's, dollar worth they got out of him. But 
he didn't sign anything near the deal that Ezekiel Elliott no. got, and he's a much better running back than Ezekiel. All the guys who signed the big contracts a couple of years ago, Gurley, David Johnson, Elliott, uh, Le'Veon Bell, none of them have worked out to where they're supposed to be. None of them. Derrick Henry has. They're getting their money's worth. Right. He's on a. He's a, Yeah. He's he got a decent deal, but but. It's not a. It's not like those deals. It's not a mega deal, and the big mega deal of these years is uh, Kamara, um, Christian McCaffrey, who got nothing this year because of injury. Um, who else signed the big deals this year? I guess those are the only two. But, Kamara, okay, McCaffrey. McCaffrey signed the deal. You got nothing out of him. So That's now you're you later. You don't. Edwards Alaire got hurt. You thought he was bad. It wasn't, but he hasn't. He hasn't been what they thought he would be. Would you have paid Kamara? What he, uh, Kamara? For what he can do? I don't think they use him enough. Beyond, would you have signed them? I'm asking you the I deal they them, signed them. I wouldn't have given them the mega deal, but McCaffrey and 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 Kamara are two different kind of backs, though. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, because they they're, right. they're in space; they can play wide right. receiver. Right. 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 All right, let's take our time out now. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the rest of the games in Week 15 and Monday Night Football coming up. This is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Hi, I'm Tito Beveridge, founder and master distiller at Tito's Handmade Vodka. In 1997, we became the first micro distillery in the state of Texas, and we're still making the same smooth stuff after all these years. We're still cooking in a pot still, working with our dogs by our sides, having fun and tasting batches, and I'm still wearing the same hat even after all these years. Head over to titosvodka.com to learn more about what else we're doing the same. Cheers. 80 proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. titosvodka.com. DreamFinders Homes has a simple commitment to their home buyers. Deliver unsurpassed quality, uncompromising value, and an extraordinary level of customization you simply won't find with other home builders. With over 40 communities to choose from, you'll find a location you love and the home of your dreams. DreamFinders has townhomes, single-family homes, and custom estate homes starting from the high 100s and a wide selection of move-in ready homes. Quality, value, customization, that's the DreamFinders difference. Call 904-738-0165 or online at DreamFindersHomes.com. DreamFinders Homes, the official home builder of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Prices subject to change without notice equal housing opportunity at tropical smoothie cafe one taste and you're feeling good now smiling wider now seeing brighter now bucket dunking now namaste and now popping a wheelie now living lighter now you're on tropic time now and on mondays try our jaguars duval delight smoothies for 2.99 and you're roaring louder now end zone dancing now sipping spirit now you're on Tropic Time now at Tropical Smoothie Cafe. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. The wait for the holidays is over, America. It's time to make some joy. And we're here to help with the Ford Built for the Holidays sales event. We're offering the best deals of the season across the Ford lineup, so you can road trip with the whole family comfortably in a Ford Expedition. Bring home a tree that's bigger than you ever have with a built Ford Tough F-150. And find new ways to make the holidays bright this year when you visit your local Ford dealer. The joy is up to you, America, so let's get to it. Ford, built for the holidays. 
Brooks Rehabilitation outpatient locations throughout Florida are currently open and accepting in-person and telehealth appointments. They're following CDC guidelines to include screenings, temperature checks, face masks, social distancing, and additional sanitizing of all surfaces. They're taking extra precautions to ensure your safety so you can focus on your recovery. Please call their central intake unit at 904-345-7277, option 3, to schedule your visit. Brooks Rehabilitation is the official rehabilitation provider for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jaguars Happy Hour is presented in part by DreamFinders Homes, homes that fit your lifestyle. Next Grill, everyone's invited. And Adeco. Visit adecousa.com. We're back. Final moments of Jaguars Happy Hour on this Monday after the Jaguars lost to the Ravens. J.P. Shadrick, Pete Prisco, Tony Baselli. I should reverse that order. Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco is like a distant second, and then I'm way down third. But what the hell are you talking about? It should be Pete Prisco, oh. then Tony Baselli, <laughs> then J.P. Shadrick. Get it right. Um, Pete, I hate to break it to you, but you're second fiddle on this show. No, 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 no. Without me, it would just be you two babbling for an hour, two hours. Well, I will say, without Tony, it was better than this. I know that. Oh, yeah, that week. was the highest rated hour of the year. Huge. We know that. Huge. Yeah, that's not what uh, management said when they text me and said, please don't ever let that happen again. That's <laughs> I promise I won't. I got text from management that said it was the best hour they've ever had. Well, they felt sorry for you. More Prisco is a good thing, they told me. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. And guess how many people have said that in the history of the world? A zero. Right, none. They, just, they were just glad I was part of the J.P. Shadrick show for yeah, a right. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, That's it. the truth, Pete. We're just all along for the ride. Yep. That's not true. Let's go around the league. Let's finish it up. Colts over the Texans, 27-20. Do the Colts have enough uh, to overtake? It's a little getting late now in the in the season to overtake in the division. Yeah, but the Titans uh, have to play. This week will decide it. The Colts play the Steelers. The Titans play the Packers on the road. That'll decide it. You know what I think it is? I think they both. I think they both win out. You think the Titans are winning at Lambeau this week? Yeah. <laughs> With that Ooh. defense, are you kidding? You're telling me that you're telling me that no, but Rodgers is going to Rodgers. Remember what the Browns did to him? That's exactly okay, what Rodgers is going to do to him. Here's here's the deal though. Derrick Henry's going to rush for eight thousand yards against that soft pit, uh, Packers defense. Yeah, you know what it's going to be? It's going to be a throw for seventy, a touchdown, and then grind, 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 grind. You get a touchdown, one maybe rip one off. You get one, then you get a field goal. And next thing you know, it's fourteen ten, then it's twenty one ten, then it's twenty one seventeen, then it's twenty eight seventeen. I'm not win. saying that. Listen, I'm not saying the Packers are, are going to not going to win that game. I'm just saying it wouldn't surprise me if both. My whole you point said is, they're both winning out. Okay, let me reset. I, it wouldn't surprise me if both of them went out. Is my point. Okay, but like, like I. I I was, the point I was trying to make, Pete, is I don't think it matters. I don't know if the Colts can do enough to come back because they're. Here's the problem with the Colts. Suddenly, their defense was carrying the team, and the offense was kind of dormant. Now the do- offense is starting to play better, and the defense is kind of having some issues. Well, I mean, they only give up 20 points. I mean, well, QT fumbled on the hinge line. Otherwise, they go to overtime. Yeah, no, you're right. There's no doubt about that, and. I mean, the more likely scenario is that they both lose this week coming up, that the Steelers beat the Colts and that the, you know, and the Packers beat the Titans. And then next week they're both going to win because they're playing 
the Texans and the Jaguars. And so it's probably going to, my point, my whole point of my, what I was trying to say did not do a very good job is I think the Titans win this division. And I think the culture in the, in the world, the Titans, where's the Titans, Texans game. Stand by. I'll get that to you. The Cause that, that could matter. Titans are at the Texans in Houston. Yeah, that could be, that's matter. a lot. To, I'll tell you what, it's a lot tougher game than the season than the Colts have. Yes. <laughs> um, but have you seen that defense? And did you see what Derrick Henry did to him the first time yeah, he played? Yeah, I agree. But Watson can throw it around a little bit, and that defense is terrible for the Titans. Fair enough. I'm just saying. I think both of them. I think the Titans. Let me stop here because we've we've unpacked this enough. I think the uh, Titans win the division. That's all. Okay. I think the Colts win the division. All right. Fair enough. Two weeks to go. We'll find out. The uh, Titans, of course, beat the Lions, 46 to 25. Uh, the Dolphins over the Patriots, and the Patriots are out of the playoffs. They were out of the playoffs weeks ago. No one Look, to I said it. this yesterday on our show. Bill Belichick, the coach, has done a good job with this team. Bill Belichick, the personnel guy, has done an awful job with this team. They stick. The, the, bad roster. And what happened to Cam Newton? He's done. He's, he's, he's finished. Over. They should play Stidham this week, and they're talking about it. Hmm. The, the Jets, I bet, you, I bet you the Jets beat him last week of the year. Maybe. That would be good. I thought he would lay down the last week of the year and if he had to, but he doesn't have to yet right now. Bears over the Vikes, 33-27. The Bears uh, still need all these games down the stretch, too. Well, they need they need to win their last two. And, you know, if there's a tie and three teams are tied, I think they get the tiebreaker. If the Rams, Bears, and Cardinals, I think, are tied, I think the Bears get the tiebreaker over the Rams, believe it or not. So... Um, Bears are still alive. Trubisky's playing much better, which begs the question, why the hell did they trade for Nick Foles? Um, yeah. Um, Thanks, I was, Bears. I was, surprised, I, I was surprised that the Vikings lost with Dalvin Cook going over 100 yards. Usually when he goes over 100 yards, they win. I think he had like 129, 130. They couldn't and, stop him. And they, and the, but the Bears still won. Yeah, couldn't stop him. Seahawks over Washington, 20-15. to 15. The Cardinals beat the Eagles 33-26. Jalen Hurts was pretty good in that yes, game, by the way. Yes, he was. And go, back, and go back to the Washington football team. Watch out for that team in the future. Really good defensive front. Del Rio's done a good job. They are a pain in the rear end to block. And uh, if they can get something going on offense in the future, they need they, a quarterback. They a chance. Need a quarterback. That's what I said. We've got to get something going on offense. If they don't get a quarterback, they're like the Jaguars when they had all those good guys playing on their defensive line. Yeah, fair enough. The Chiefs keep finding a way. They beat the Saints, and the Browns are amazingly good. 20 to Kevin six. Stefanski might be the coach of the year. It's fair. He's got an argument. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that Browns team was terrible last year, and he turned it around, and they, they're they playing well. They should beat the Jets this week. Then they play the Steelers in, in the final week of the season. I mean, they, he's done a great job with that team. They're tough. And Tony, go back to what you say all the time. Fix that line and you're going to be darn good on offense. Fix that that line. line might be the best line in football. Fix it is the best line in football. Line. Fix They're that really good. Line. Monday Night Football. It's a battle on the banks of the Ohio River in Cincinnati at Paul Brown Stadium. The 2-10-1 Cincinnati Bengals without Joe Burrow. They'll entertain the 11-2 and suddenly normal Pittsburgh Steelers. Who you got tonight in Cincy in the AFC North? Come bad on. Monday night game. It's bad game. So. Bad game. Take take the Steelers are going to dominate this game. It's a perfect chance for them to get their offense down the field better. You know, they haven't been driving the ball down the field. They haven't been running. No James Conner, but they'll run the ball tonight. 
They win big. This would be interesting if Joe Burrow wasn't hurt, but it's not. Last time they played him, they sacked him four times and just abused him. T.J. Watt against Bobby Hart. Keep an eye on that. That should be fun to watch. That's a fair fight. (laughs) All right, guys. uh, Tony, Pete, we'll uh, have a great week. Happy holidays, fellas. Have a good Christmas and everything else. And uh, by the way, Jacksonville, no matter what you get under your tree this year, it ain't better than what you got yesterday. Tony Maselli, Pete Frisco, our entire crew, Joe Fortunato, Brent Reber, I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll catch you next time. Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.